Well, welcome to my podcast, Mike Cohen, and uh, this is my series of podcasts I started uh, at the beginning of my own election campaign in Cote St. Luke before I got acclaimed, where I was interviewing interesting, notable constituents. And I'm still going to do that, but uh, I kind of switched gears and I've kind of looked at uh, the other municipalities to see some of the interesting people running, people I know, and people in the media, and Along comes Paula Samuel from, people know her from Global TV and other media uh, assignments she's had in the past, running for city council in Westmount. Paula, welcome. Thank you so much. So good to be here. So Paula, tell us first, where are you running in Westmount and why? It's a little weird, eh, to be on the other side of the interview, I have to say. (laughs) This is, I'm usually asking the question. So I'm running for Westmount City Council District 2. Uh, which is basically, if you know Westmount, it's sort of, it starts at Claremont and goes to Aberdeen and between Quotes and Antoine and just below the boulevard. So we have King George Park, which is Murray Hill Park, right in the middle of all that. And one of the reasons, I mean, there's many reasons, you know, I, I, I've covered, as you know, so many city council meetings throughout my career. And I always thought, you know, if, if I ever get into politics, I think I want to go the most local because that as you know, has the most impact. And so there was a city council that was stepping down. There's a few of them that stepped down and I thought it was it was the perfect opportunity to sort of jump in and, and get my feet wet and sort of, you know, get to really, I, I think one of the skills that I have that I can bring to this is my communication skills and my ability to really listen to people and understand what their, what their concerns are. And so all of that sort of mixed together, I made the decision to jump in. Well, I think it's great because, you know, I decided to run for city council. Uh, I was elected first 16 years ago, but I decided actually a year and a half before that. And of course, you know, I wear many hats at the school board and communications, uh, writing for the suburban and other publications. And um, I felt that having someone with communication skills would be a bonus. And I believe that's been the case because, you know, it's all about communicating with your constituents and the citizens. And that's what I set out doing. I started a blog. Before I became a counselor, that's how I communicate. Of course, we gravitated to Facebook, other social media channels. Now I started a podcast. So certainly I believe that that that's something you can offer with all your experience. Yeah. Um, and 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 also, you know, the the having done news for so long and having done national news and having done different levels of news, the most impactful news is local news. And the same is for politics. The most impactful politics is local politics. And so I really, you know, I'm, I'm after this, I'm gonna go start door knocking and meeting the constituents and really talking to them. And I think in terms of the district, it, there's not a lot of issues because it's really a residential district where I'm where I'm running, but there are, so there's traffic issues and there's, there's Roslyn School that's smack in the middle of there. And there's, you know, there's the park that needs upgrading and stuff. And, but it's also what the other thing that I, that I think I, that I know I'm really good at is really bringing people together to move the city forward. And I think so often, especially, you know, right now with this division politics that is, that we're seeing on all levels in all different countries. And it's, you know, obviously in the United States so much, I think one thing that I can really bring is find a way for all councillors to work together to move the city forward into the future. And I think that's, that's something I'm really excited about bringing to the table. So Paula, I worked with you a lot when you were at Global. You, you uh, were a reporter, you did a lot of education stories with me. You also anchored a lot 
Uh, so you had a lot of experience. So remind us, how many years were you at Global and what other media outlets did you work for? So I was at Global for, uh, I, I think it was 12 or four, uh, 12 or 14 years. I can't, because I took a break in between. between before going to Global, I had taken a break to have my kids. Right. And before that, I was at CBC as a producer for uh, the National and what was at the time News World, which was the first English all news station in Canada. Yeah. Um, and I covered all the major stories of Quebec. It was the time of the referendum, the Shakutimi floods, when the PQ was rising to power. I was I was on the because I worked for the National. I was on the forefront of covering all of that. And but my initial experience comes when I moved to California um, with my then boyfriend out of university. And I actually just went knocking on doors and I, uh, I got CNN that was in its infancy to, to bring me in as an intern. And, uh, and then I started working in Northern California. So I really got, I really got my, um, my, my first experience there. So you left global and you've been doing other things. What have you been doing the last couple of years? So I left global. Yeah. Uh, it's been four years now that I left global and I've been, you know, obviously with COVID in between that sort of slowed everybody down for, for quite a bit, but I, but I wanted to, one of the things that I found challenging about working for a network news is that you really sort of, you're, you're, you're you can only do so much, right. You, cause your face always represents the brand of the, of the news station. You have to be careful about that. And I really, um, like you really love interviewing people and really wanted to start a podcast um, and talk about more about inspirational stories and not rather than focus on the bad because news is always about the bad um, and it's rarely about the stories that inspire although that was those kind of stories as you know that I love to do at Global um, and I haven't started that yet because of a lot of things personal life happened and then COVID I did do a, a tiny um, newscat sort of interview show during the first three months of COVID that did really, really well. And I'm going to pick that up after. I'm also almost finished writing my first book. Um, and I uh, also, I run a business in health and wellness. And so all of that put together um, keeps me super busy, but it also all sort of meshes together because it's all about my business as well. It's all about bringing out the best in people and inspiring people. And I, I actually want to go towards inspirational speaking as well. So that's what well, I'm doing. I, I agree. And listen, I'll tell you that, you know, I wear a lot of hats, but the more hats I wear, the more it contributes to me being a city councilor, you know, being working at the school board and with all the schools, it provides me with a lot of great background and, and, and writing for the suburban. Of course, I come across people. So uh, I've just interviewed uh, for the suburban, a number of authors. And after interviewing the authors, I then spoke to them and got their books in our library and asked them if they'd speak in Cote St. Luke. So they're Everything comes around, and with all the hats you wear, you'd be a huge bonus to Westmount. Um, yeah. And and certainly um, in terms of the communication strategy, I could just see now your own YouTube channel. Um, you know, <laughs> with the you know with the mayor's permission. That's um, right. And That's uh, right. and certainly, so I, I I see a lot of a lot of potential. So yeah. you're you're running in Westmount, and you have kids. Um, yep. So you've been involved in Westmount activities, have you not? I oh, listen, I've been I've been soccer mom extraordinaire for more than 15 years. You know, my younger son is actually going towards becoming a, a professional soccer player. And oh. so I, I uh, he grew up on Westmount soccer fields and did every single level of soccer in Westmount. And he actually last summer 
a few summers ago started coaching for Westmount. And so, yeah, I, I grew up in the, I, I mean, my kids grew up in the sports programs there. And my passion is really increasing our outdoor sports programs and really sort of, you know, I've been on the soccer board um, for two years now, the Westmount soccer board. And um, one of the issues that we know is happening for to kids because there's a couple of doctors on the board as well, is that especially during COVID, you know, it's depression that teenagers are having and it's, it's diabetes that they're having because they're not going out there and working out enough and running enough and socializing enough and outdoor sports is the answer to all of that. And so the more we increase that, the more we increase community involvement and more we increase kids just having fun. And that's one of the things, as you know, that was so lacking in the past year and a half for COVID. So that's really one of my massive passions is growing our outdoor sports programs. Yeah, well, that's great. And so uh, what's the reaction you're getting right now when you're knocking on doors? Do you know a lot of these people? Have people heard of you? Do you have soccer moms helping you knock door, knock on doors and helping your campaign? So I certainly have a, a big soccer parent uh, contingent that is that is um, backing me up. That's for sure. Um, a lot of people know me, you know, you I, I, people know me still from television. And so they recognize me and they they're it when you're on TV, people feel like they really know you personally and they feel much more, more at ease chatting with you. And so I, I get that a lot with people. And I think people are really excited that I've decided to sort of take that turn into politics because, you know, I, 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 um, I'm all about being real and authentic. And I think that's always sort of shown on TV. And, and that's how I, I would treat being a city councillor is really listening to what are the concerns and really going out there and fighting and not just during election period, you know, the four years for me, as you and I were talking about, is is a full four years. Like you go out there and really work for the constituents of the district and of Westmount. I mean, Westmount's a small city. So you're not you're not just going to work for the, the district, you're going to work for the entire the entire city as well. Absolutely. You're representing Brian Mulrooney, Jean yeah. Charest, Jean Charest uh, Stephen Broffman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at the leaders you're representing. Yeah. So yeah. who knows whose door you might be knocking on tonight? I know. I know. Up. I was looking through on my list and I'm like, oh my God, look who's that. Look who's yeah. That's and the EMSB's Roslyn Elementary School, where your colleague Amanda Jellowicki is a parent uh, yeah. from Global TV. So who go. knows? Maybe yeah. Amanda will knock on a few doors with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows everybody, Amanda. Of interest. That might be a conflict of interest. It might be a conflict. We uh, hopefully Karen McDonald's not watching this podcast. <laughs> Karen, we never said that. Exactly, um, never said that. So, um, uh, on a sad note, you lost your dad in in recent weeks, and I'm sure that you'd be dedicated. You would be dedicating this campaign to your dad, and I'm sure he was very proud of you for for for. Tell us about your dad. So um, it's funny you should say that because he was so proud because in in the Westman Dependent it said Samuel is running. And he read it and he it, it he was like, oh my God, it's our name. <laughs> he was yeah. so excited. Um, but he, you know, my dad, my dad, both my parents were born and raised in Egypt. And my dad um, was always about, he taught me how to talk to people and really reach out to people. And it's funny, but he, he really insisted on putting us through the public school system when we were kids because he wanted us to meet. He, that's what he thought was the way you you meet people and get to know your community and so he was really passionate about that and he instilled that in us he passed away suddenly three weeks ago and that you know my campaign is a little bit delayed because of that but he's I'm definitely dedicating this to him and he's he's definitely there with me and um and he taught me how to he, you know, he, he taught me, he was 89 years old, he was still working and people were still calling his office to deal with him because 
he just loved people. And that I get that from him. He loved to talk to people and he really listened to people. And he, he taught me all those skills. And I'm sort of proud to be, you know, out there with, with him spiritually with me. So David, David Samuel. Davis, Davis. Davis, Davis Samuel. So we dedicate not only this campaign, but we dedicate this podcast to Davis Samuel. And uh, we wish you a lot of luck. I am very confident that on November the uh, 8th, I'll be calling you with a big congratulations, Paula. So good luck. <laughs> I look forward to being colleagues on another level. Thanks, Mike. Absolutely. Great to have Paula Samuel with us on this podcast.